The word became flesh and lived among us. I speak to you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Mother to us all. Amen. <clears throat> Merry Christmas. Thank you. Although the rest of the world is done with Christmas, stores have already packed up all the decorations and radio stations stopped playing Christmas carols at midnight immediately on December 25th. We know that there are 12 days in this season and today we're right in the middle, the sixth day of Christmas and thank goodness. For in Christmas, we celebrate the great miracle the mystery that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And though we are used to the Christmas story, the miracle of the incarnation is not something that we can understand in one day, but something to be pondered in the course of a season, though even 12 days are surely not enough. And so on Christmas Day, we hear Luke's version of the incarnation, the trip to Bethlehem, no room in the inn, angels announcing the birth in the, to the shepherds in the fields, a child in a manger. And then on the first Sunday after Christmas Day, we always hear these words from the prologue of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the word was God. The word became flesh and lived among us. But what does that mean? What does it mean to you that God's word became flesh and lived among us? After all, we already had God's word in so many ways. People shared stories about God with one another. There were plenty of scriptures, everything from the beginning of creation to the covenant with Abraham, the exodus out of Egypt and into the promised land, and then cycles of judges and kings and the words of prophets. We had God's words and covenant, lessons and commands. So why the word made flesh? The other day, Tracy and I were listening to the radio show, This American Life, which was exploring the ways in which public libraries do a lot more than just help people find books to read, as if that's not enough. One of the libraries they featured was the Haskell Free Library and Opera House. Something of a curiosity, Haskell Free Library is the only library in the world that straddles an international border, our northern border with Canada. Part of it lies in Derby Line, Vermont, and part in Stansted, Quebec. The entrance is on the American side, but the building itself intentionally crosses this border. Inside, black electrical tape on the floor shows the border between the countries, apparently put there after an insurance dispute about which insurance company had to cover which part of the building. Outside the building, the border is marked only by a line of flower pots. 
When the Haskell Library was built, there was little worry about people crossing the border. There were no border guards, and no one from Derby Line thought anything about walking into Stansted and vice versa. Since 9-11, though, the border control is tighter. There are border guards outside, and folks from Canada have to walk straight into the front door of the library after they cross the border. No wandering around Derby Line after they check out their books. But inside, well, inside the library, folks mingle freely. They cross over that black electrical tape as they peruse shelves in Canada and ask for help at the circulation desk in America. The Haskell Free Library has become a bit of a no man's land, a place free from the border fights and tensions of the past few years including President Trump's travel ban that means people from certain countries are not allowed to enter the U.S. at all. And, certain, and students from some countries receive single-entry visas only. These visas allow them to enter our country for study, but if they ever leave, say to visit family at home, they might not be allowed back in. All of this means that the Haskell Library has become a bit of an underground meeting place for families from countries affected by the travel ban, especially those from Iran. In This American Life, we heard about Shirin Estebanadi, a student in the US who hadn't seen her parents for three years, even though her father had had a heart attack. She was sick with worry then, but she dared not leave the U.S. to visit him. Now recovered, her parents had flown to Canada in hopes of meeting their daughter, if even for just a few hours, at the Haskell Free Library. After a nerve-wracking accidental brush with American border agents, they finally arrived after a two-hour delay, and the family embraced. While hugging her, Sheeran's father, breathing deeply, Sighed, I miss your smell. Sheeran says that as they hugged, all she could think was, I wish I could stop all the clocks in all the world. Other families from Iran have had similar visits. Sometimes sisters meet outside, one on either side of the flower pots, and they have to ask the border agents if they might hug. Sometimes parents come to Canada and they cook Iranian specialties and they bring them into the library so that their children can have a taste of home. Though this library was built at the turn of the last century, a Victorian building built in 1901, these families, these families are citizens of the 21st century. They all have phones and computers and internet connections. Most of the families talk every day. Some Skype or FaceTime regularly. They know how one another are doing. They've seen each other in video. But somehow, somehow they still must meet 
parents traveling thousands of miles and spending thousands of dollars and children driving hours and hours just so they can hug and hold hands and smell one another's familiar smell and eat their own food, if even for a few hours in a public library. For as we all know, bodies matter. Touching matters. Seeing someone in the flesh, hugging their beloved, reassuring bodies, that matters. After all, there is an infinite distance between hearing your loved one on the phone or seeing them via Skype and being able to hug them in the flesh. And there is infinite distance between a word heard and read in scripture and the word become flesh. Infinite distance between laws commanded and a life lived. The word became flesh because we struggle to follow, to understand words on a page. We might be able to say, God loves me, but we might struggle to feel it. When life is hard on us, when we screw up, it can be hard to believe that we still have worth, that we still are loved. So God gave us his word in a new way, Jesus. God turned God's words into flesh that we might not just have ideas or abstract notions, but flesh and blood, a relationship. And Jesus is the word of God because Jesus is everything God wants to say to us. I joined you in the flesh because that's how close I want to be with you. I became human in a poor family in a humble town because everyone matters, not just the rich and the powerful. I became a vulnerable child, vulnerable to you so that you would know and love me, not just fear and worship me. Jesus is everything God wants to say to us. I love you, love others. I forgive you, forgive others. This world can be overwhelming and dark. I promise you that it will never overcome me, never overcome the light. And by becoming flesh and dwelling among us, God shows us how to live, how to love, how to forgive. By becoming flesh and dwelling among us, God understands our lives, our joys, our sorrows. And because God has experienced it all in the flesh, we know that there is nothing, nothing in our lives that is foreign to God. And none of us are unworthy or unlovable in God's eyes. When the word became human, God redeemed all humans, which means all humans are infinitely precious. We might know all those things in our minds, dear ones, but we needed God to join us in the no man land, the no man's land of this world. We needed God to straddle borders to become flesh, to be touched, so that we can know God's love in our bones. The incarnation, God made flesh, is a deep 
deep mystery worth pondering for at least 12 days a year, but truly the rest of our lives. For love came down at Christmas, friends, and love is with us still. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.